Welcome back to the After School Club podcast and we are back with a bang after a bit of a hiatus. We had a week off and we are now talking about good stuff today. The things that we love about our job, the things that we love about teaching. Who wants to start? Janice. Jane? All over again. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I have nothing to say right now. So stop referring to me. I literally, it'll take me a while to warm up. Okay. I just, I just like it. John, That's go on. You just like it. I just like it. It's nice. Um, no, I, th- I think Jane should start. Okay. Well, I love about teaching, or what I love about teaching is the funny stories that you have to share. Now, I don't know whether this is funny for anyone else because they weren't there, but um, I had... I was in a year four class and I had this a girl in my class and she was hilarious. She was in the SEN group and her table was at the back of the classroom and then we always used to have the door open to let the air in on like a hot day. And she'd be sat there and she'd doing her work and then you'd all of a sudden see her turn, look outside the door and shout something out the door. And I sort of ignored it for a little bit and like left her to it. And then she kept going on for about 10 minutes of like talking to somebody outside the door and there was no one there. And she um, said that when I went over and I said, what, who are you talking to? And she said, well, it's really hard to sit here and concentrate working because I've got Hulk, Superman and Spider-Man <laughs> outside talking to me, telling me to go outside and play with them. But I don't want to because I need to get on with my work. Oh, at least she knew to get on with her work. Though. <laughs> but she was having a whole conversation with the with with. Hulk, Superman, and Spider-Man outside in the um, in the little courtyard bit. Did she have childhood schizophrenia? That's very worrying. <laughs> she was just everything Dr. she did. Dr. Janice over there. <laughs> <laughs> she just was the most hilarious person. And then we'd um, and then she'd ask to go to the toilet, and she'd be out in the toilet, and it'd be like fifteen minutes had passed. And I'd sort of say to my TA, "Should we go and see if she's okay?" So the TA would go into the toilet, and you would just hear her in the cubicle talking to the line guard. I never got to the bottom of what the line guard was, <laughs> but she was talking to the line guard who kept telling her to stay in the toilet because it was much funner in here than it is in the classroom. Excellent. Hilarious. She was hilarious. Every day she would come out with something. Every day. I'm struggling. I can't think of anything. Like anything good about teaching? No, like, I, can think of, I can't think of anecdotes. Yeah, um, me too. Um, I love, I'm going to just jump in. I think the best thing about this job is um, maybe it's personal to me, but holidays. No, that's that's <laughs> no. a stereotypical thing. But I'm going to say, like, I think it's the only job where you have almost unlimited creativity. Like, even if you're whatever school you're in, you're teaching what you got to teach and all that. But how you do it, and well, not actually. No, some schools you you can't really. No, but quite robotic sometimes. Yeah, but I think generally you can be creative. You can create, especially if you're into art and music. Like I can use music and and art as much as I want, and I I think that's brilliant. I can't. I couldn't do that in any other job. I couldn't un- unleash my. That's a weird word. Couldn't unleash my passion. <laughs> <laughs> Let me unleash on you. I couldn't unleash my passion and do what I love. In any other way, you know, I, I think it's lovely. And the fact that you are then making a difference by what you do to, to younger children, I think is wonderful. Children, let me unleash. I'm trying to unleash <laughs> my passion. Um, I think my... Let's start again. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that went dark. Um, <laughs> my thing would be, and it's a bit of a cliche because everyone says it, but that no two days are the same. I worked in a popular UK supermarket 
that rhymes with pesco, pesco for, for like literally 10 years a popular um, uk well we don't we can't we can't be product placing can we we can't be advertising companies but you I can agree. if you do hashtag ad hashtag ad, ad pesco rhymes with pesco um and yeah i was just doing the same thing day in day out i'd go into work knowing literally down to the last minute exactly what i was going to do whereas in teaching you're just throwing curveballs every minute yeah, of the day. I so everything's that. different. And as much as that's tough, it's actually exciting. Oh, it's amazing. It's exciting. Yeah. You know, you, I've never, well, for the most part, I've never sat and clock watched in a day. I think it's different in the Middle East because we get like a lot of free periods and things. So you do have time where you're not with the children. But when you're with the children, you're never looking at the clock thinking, never. oh, I've you're got another, I've got another going, hour till lunch. Oh my gosh, I'm running out of time. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But, but you're also, when you're not with the children in your PPA time or your, your free lessons when they're having Arabic and Islamic, you've got stuff to do. And, mm. and again, it's that, it's that stuff that you need to do and you enjoy doing. And I think... But nothing comes close to being with the children. No, I think, and that's where I feel like if I was going into a a leadership role where you are out of class that's hard and mm. that's where you you lose your touch with yeah. um with everything that's going on because you're um, not practicing it are you so, yeah and i think i'd miss it and it's what you enjoy would, like yeah. why did we start doing this we enjoy it so much you know i don't know i think it starts to feel like a bit chore like sometimes mm. you come in and you're like oh these guys again sometimes you know mm. um but when you are out of teaching <laughs> when you're doing <laughs> <I know. laughs> um when you're not teaching like that job gets very, very dull very, very quickly mm. and you're constantly clock watching. Constantly. Yeah. Yeah. I also like um my favourite thing about teaching is um and again, very cliche, but light bulb moments. Yeah. There's nothing better than when you've been teaching a child something and you just see in their face that they are so proud of themselves because they're like Oh yeah, that's how you do it, and then they're just whizzing away through their work, and and it always almost makes you feel like, okay, I am actually doing this right. Yeah, and they're mm. excited then to come and show you, and for you to mark their work to see whether they actually have got it and they've got it right. And I think that's so lovely to for them to see them feel like they've achieved, but also for you to know that actually you're doing a good job. And their little faces when you take them to like show off their work to someone. Yeah. That's that's a the massive thing, beam. isn't it? Yeah, because they just they are genuinely proud. And following yeah. on from that, when they come in the next day and they've done something at home, mm. like of their own accord, you haven't told them and they're like, I've written a story or I've I've made a picture and you're just like friggin' hell, this is amazing. Yeah. Like, you know, it's so good. Can I read my message now? Yeah, have you got a message? So, yeah, this is one of my lovely things about teaching. Um, I've I work in the Middle East. I've got a girl who it's her first year in an English speaking school, and I, she's do, she started off quite low, but she's come a mile from where she was. So I messaged her mother yesterday and said, you know, she should be really proud of how far she's come. And the message I got back was, "Thanks for such good news in the morning. I was not very sure at the beginning of the year if she could make it, but because of your patience and support, she loves English and the school. Thank you very much, Mister John." And I hope she makes more progress. And I was just like, so yeah. as much as you don't, you don't do it for thanks. Like it is nice now and then to get the recognition of, oh, you know what? You've actually made this child come a long, long mm. way from where they were. You say you don't do it for thanks, but human beings need um, 
recognition and yeah because otherwise you don't now yeah then, you don't yeah. know if you're doing it right or you don't know if you do it wrong so when you get that little bit of praise which we don't get much no. we're one of the i think like doctors and nurses and all that we are a thankless mm. profession almost and um, that's because of the cliches of oh you get so much holiday mm. and you work nine till three <laughs> and oh. i so as part of this kind of episode the the topic of holidays is, is going to come up obviously um Let's make no bones about it. It is nice. To it is have nice, but is it? Holidays. I mean, we. If you put it all together, some jobs have similar holidays where you can choose which dates. The problem with our dates is that we are co- we coincide with school mm. holidays naturally, yeah. and that affects our. Um, um, what do you call it? Well, it affects how much it our costs. Opportunities to yeah, our opportunities. Yeah, our costs of of holidays, <laughs> and they wages. they double and triple, which which yeah. isn't bad side to. Um, what well, we do, but sure. but the holidays are great. On the flip side, at Pasco, I used to get like six weeks holiday in a year so to come from that to a not working weekends and b getting like in england you get what 12 13 weeks ish and i always say to people that always say to me that you get too much holiday or you're so lucky with all the holiday that you get i said yeah no i am like very lucky but you could have that if you were a teacher too and they're like no i don't want to be a teacher yeah it's hard it's such a hard job yeah people don't realize I think so, we do earn the Can earn I just say about teaching, though? I um, was a bit reluctant to, like, formally train as a teacher for a while because um, I thought that the holidays kind of make people wish their lives away. I knew a lot of teachers mm. who were like, they would come back on the mm. first day of term after summer holidays, after half term, and, oh, it's only yeah. 85 more days until the holiday. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like... Can you just appreciate it does where chunk you your are? Life or, out, doesn't it? Yeah, I feel like the school year runs by really quickly, but I very, very rarely count down to holidays. Mm. I really try, make an effort not to. You know, my favorite bit about the holidays what? is probably not what every teacher likes. Oh, no. I love going into school on the holidays and <laughs> and getting things ready oh, and like having it. that time away from the children. Should away we end from this now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I love being going in for a nice cleanup, prepared and clean and organized, <laughs> and I think having that time. That little rest in between that break is so nice. I so hate being here when the children aren't here. I love it. I just find it so oh, like it's just so it's just so much more drab when children aren't here and you're just doing you're just grinding away work and doing little bits when you haven't got children to make you laugh and smile and oh, I agree. Oh, I, I'm not keen. I've been out of class for the for the past three days doing observations lazy. and different things. Not lazy, <laughs> working, but um, yeah. A bit boring. You, yeah. Like I wouldn't like that job full time. I don't want to be um, mm. in a leadership position out of class. Like, and did you find in your observations you were then like jumping in and like asking them lots of questions and things? Very and, yeah. much trying not to, <laughs> just trying to observe. But um, no, it was it was interesting. But it kind of brought home the fact that I actually like being in my class, with my class, teaching my class. Mm. Yeah, it's all it is. I think yeah. that's that's what we love. And you can be in there sort of half wishing, oh, I wish I was on a free now because I'm, you know, I need to get this done and I'm feeling a little yeah. bit like I wish it was home tired. Time. And then, yeah, you, and you finish, you're like, oh, I kind of missed them already. Wow, that was really sappy, wasn't it? Aww. You do that. Aww. You do miss them, though, yeah, don't you? Well, you miss yours because you have, as you said before on the podcast, you have a girl's class. I have a lovely class. And you have very small numbers, so you've got an even better deal class. than most teachers. And they're, they're genuinely nice to me. And <laughs> they are lovely. And they say such lovely things. When kids say nice things... Like uh, unfiltered, uh, you know, they're it's weird. It's mine, like mine tell me I shouldn't wear white. I don't know how nice they are. <laughs> don't wear white shirt again, it doesn't look good on you. They said, 
And I haven't. I haven't worn a white shirt since. <laughs> they care about your well-being. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's... The judgment of the nine-year-old girls. Yeah. It's, it's I don't life. think I've ever had a, a, a child say anything bad. They've only ever said like, you're the best teacher ever. And, 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 and like, I love you. And, and it's like... Because you teach Elmo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I teach um, at the moment reception class and um, oh, they're just constantly lovely to the point when they're a small bit annoying. It's kind of go away over there now. I, I, you've been attached to my leg for the entire morning. So they're a bit too lovely, but you you don't feel like they're that genuine. Oh, we've all been mm, there. You know? though. Like you do, I love a little cuddle. Like, oh, they're so. But cute. then it gets to a point where I, I just need, like, at break time when they're like circling around you, like eagles, like cuddle me, cuddle me. You're like, I just need a minute myself. Yeah. Yeah. Leave me alone. I mean, I do miss. That's what I miss here. Having a class of boys, I do miss the daily compliments of, oh my goodness me, your hair's so nice. I really like your shoes. Your <laughs> outfit's really lovely. Like, I don't get that with the boys. No. Boys what, what, couldn't what, care less. Give me some boys' compliments that you get, <laughs> if any. I, do, I, I genuinely don't get don't get any. I'll be lucky if I get a good morning. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, golly. Oh. Yeah. They don't know what to do with you. No, they, just, they, don't. they don't know what to say. But one of the lovely things is one of my old classes. They um, gave me one of the little girls in my class wrote me a card, and it was, "Dear Miss Beep, I've had a lovely time in year four with you and I will really miss you when I move over to year five. But luckily you're opposite to us and I'll always be able to glance over at you and see your smiling face. You're the best teacher ever. P.S. You're truly as beautiful as a butterfly and could become a model with good training. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, That's I love so kids. Good. <laughs> Sweet and honest. And thoughtful. Very she put thoughtful. a lot of thought into that. Yeah. yeah. Only with training mind. Only yeah. with training, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With good training. That's Not amazing. just training, good training. Can I can yeah. I read out a quick letter as well? I got sent um, from my old school by a TA that I'm still in contact with. It said, I miss you so much. You're a really nice teacher to have. I will tell you one more story. And then she goes on to tell this story of which I am a main character. And then at the end, it's quite haunting, actually. It says, um, how far can I go? My mind doesn't want me to wake up. <laughs> but it is lovely that they, they draw you cards and they write you little letters and they just make you feel a little bit loved and yeah. appreciated, especially mm. in England, I think. I like, yeah. um, especially being here, um, we have lots of foreign parents so I, I say foreign parents parents who yeah, don't we're speak the foreigners. English, yeah we're the foreigners <laughs> Pe- um, parents who don't speak English very well and they obviously use um, translation yeah. to convey their messages to you um, mm. so you have like um, I, I haven't got one here but I remember this one here that's like thank you very much you know I appreciate your support and all that but they I haven't got I'm going to try and find one now for later but they the way it translates is really literal and like um, I appreciate your face. Yeah, yeah, like you know, really like things like that. You know, I appreciate the way that you teach my son to do these things, and then when you do the, and it's like a long, I don't know, I can't. But explain they've taken it. the time. They've taken the time, and it's it's lovely to actually have parents on your side. I think, mm. and you almost feel like I'm going to say you feel like a superhero when you have done things right, and you've got the kids appreciating what you do. You've got the parents appreciating what you do. And again, you, there's no other profession like it where you have that much um, power to change someone's life, you know, through the way you Genuine impact. Genuine yeah. impact. Yeah. And I think that's... And even if you start on in a negative way, I mean, I've always had the issue of parents viewing me as very young and not knowing what I'm talking about. And then 
as the year goes on, having that sort of conflict at the big not conflict, but you just know that they're not really agreeing with you or warming to you. And then by the end of the year, having that relationship with them and they actually appreciate you and what you've been doing. I think there's not many jobs when you get to build so many yeah. relationships and I think it's really lovely. And I I enjoy as well m- building those relationships with parents and getting them on side. It's quite a long time though in the life of a child, like a school year. Mm. So it's you have time to build relationships with parents or hopefully never going to happen but watch them go downhill as well mm. because you are in kind of close contact for the whole year. Um, okay, so if... Here's a here's a an interesting question for the um, episode. Make sure it's positive. We're being positive. Mm. So you're in a job interview, mm-hmm. and you have all the standard questions. You know, what would you do? And blah blah blah. And what would you do? And how do you? And then they hit you with this question: Why did you become a teacher? What would what would be your interview response to that question? Like, what what is it that made you um, become a teacher? For me, I think it. Um, I. Hang on, get into interview mode here. Come on. No, 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 no. Um, for me, it was the 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 type of children that I was going to have in that school. I really wanted like the challenge to make a di- like a real difference to a child's life. So I've said before in the past, like the school that I was at in England had a lot of emotional and social um, issues, and I wanted to make a difference. And I think as a teacher you can really make a difference to a child's life. You do become, especially if a child has got a really rubbish home life, you do become like their person. And I really was, I was wanting that. I wanted to make a difference. I couldn't really say much different from that. It's all, it is all about that, isn't it? It's all about changing lives. And hmm. I have this, um, sorry, I'm interrupting you here, but I have this, um, um, my story is, I think I told it in a, in like a CPD once when someone asked me the question as a, as an example. And it comes back to a teacher I had um, when I was in secondary school and I had basically every teacher I had was so bad. Um, And I remember this uh, quite clearly. And I had a music teacher who was, and I loved music and I was getting into music and the music teacher was so bad, but I had this maths teacher, Mr. Davis, his name was, and um, he was like, the best teacher I've ever known. And I just remember being like in awe of the things he used to do and the, the way he used to do mm. things and how I could love. I used to in, I used to go to school excited for maths, you know, and I wasn't in the top set. I think I was in the middle set or whatever. And he got me up to the top set, right? But then with you a, had to leave his class. And then I had to leave his class. Oh. And I was with another teacher called Miss Daniela, I think it was. And I requested I remember like I was I don't know when I was and I requested to go back down I didn't care about being like in the top set I wanted to go back down because I wanted to be in his class and I just remember that moment and like I always think back to it like I was aware of where I was and I was aware of who I was and what I knew but all I wanted to do was be with that teacher because they made it fun and they made my time in school enjoyable and I just I always come back to that and I think if I can if I can give someone else that feeling you know I think think teachers do that a lot. I mean, I think in my covering letter for my first job, I think I did use the example of an inspirational teacher that that I had and like a teacher that just got me in the way that I learned and accepted me for the weird and wild child that I was. (laughs) Um, 
and made me love school. And I think if you can have, if someone can do that to me, then surely I can have that impact yeah. on, on someone else. Mm. And I think school is such a big part of your life, your childhood anyway. Yeah, your life. You spend, yeah, you spend mm. so yeah. much time there. And I think it is underestimated. But what... I think if you have a bad experience, that mm. doesn't really leave you. If no. you have a bad experience at school, like we all know kids who come into school and they're rolling their eyes because their parents roll their eyes at the word school. They mm. didn't enjoy school. They didn't like school. And they're passing that kind of um, that idea and that mentality onto their kids. And I think I completely agree with your story. Like um, I had a primary when I was in primary school, I started in a really, really tiny little village. We had just moved to a really small village and um, they had maybe 30 kids in the whole school. Like really small, so it's all mixed classes. And for this, for about the first three years, I had the same teacher, and she was like from the Victorian age, um, just so old. Everything was so old fashioned. And then in my fourth year in school, we got a new teacher, and she was just amazing. And she made school lovely and fun. And I, I just remember looking back and thinking, all those kids who dislike school. Like and grew up disliking school and disinterested and dropping out at the age of 15. Um, and then thinking about this one teacher, Miss Morin, who just made me realise that school actually isn't terrible. It's just that teacher is terrible or this teacher is not fantastic. Or So I think I, that's what is, has been the root of my kind of interest in education. And, and everything. Mm. Yeah. Has anyone ever seen the film um... School of Rock? <laughs> I, was thinking exactly the same thing. I wasn't thinking that, but School of Rock is a great example. But I was thinking of, of um, oh, Breakfast Club. No, there's a film about bad a, teacher, an American school near Albuquerque, and it's a strange detail to remember. And they have a robotics club. Oh yeah, What's and all oh, the um, the the like the Hispanic kids are in yeah. the are in the robotics club. What's that film called? Anyway, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll remember the name movie. now. But the 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 whole premise is these Hispanic kids are vulnerable children and they have this one teacher who's like do you know what I'm going to do something and he makes this robotics club and they all join and they're rubbish and they they pile together and it's a true story and at the end when the credits roll the, the real pictures come up and all that and, and they beat all the kids from like so MIT yeah. and all this and they, and they were like a this, high school against all these universities yeah so there's oh, a university really? competition and they enter this university competition robotics competition and he gets them to like create um this robot, you make they make this underwater robot thing, and it's like you know masking tape, and they use like yeah. they use tampons to seal the water thing, and yeah. it's really basic. And they're like, oh, we spent a bit too much money. We spent like two hundred dollars, and and then the judges are just like entering all this information at the end. This is a true story, and they win the 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 prize at the end um, against all these universities who spent like millions on this robot, and it just got me thinking about. Um, that passion, passion, passion yeah, yeah, and how that one teacher can like make the difference. School of Rock, though, like <laughs> if, we're gonna go into, if we're going to go into <laughs> a movie, like Jack Black in that character is just he does something insanely illegal and crazy dangerous. But if I was musically capable, I would do. I would teach the way he taught, though. I yeah. just love the fact he just whacked out a guitar and just... So, I mean, he didn't teach him anything but music, but... <laughs> yeah, and it was so illegal, but, like, that... There was clearly like, nobody, like, you know, looking the for his of, math data or anything. Yeah, the message of the like, film was, like, those kids learned something and yeah. they had an experience that, that meant something to them. And fantastic film. Should we start a film podcast? Maybe. <laughs> I'd love a, to do. An educational film podcast. Um, has anyone... Maybe one the, episode. The Wisecrack 
podcast, Show Me the Meaning. No. So they um they go into promotion time. This is an advert for Wisecracks, <laughs> Show Me the Meaning. Um, they talk, they have a philosophy podcast and they talk about the philosophy behind movies. But I'd love to talk about movies all day. I could talk about movies any day. Especially, should we let's start an educational movie podcast? There would be one episode. About yeah. one Maybe movie. next week one can be education movie. <laughs> yeah, we could have, that could be our theme for we a week. Yeah. We could all watch the movie in the week, right? And then yeah. talk about it. And it, could, it has to be a, a movie. film club. It has yeah. to be a movie about school, though. It has about to be school. Breakfast Club, School of Rock, um, the one about the robotics club, whatever that's called. Bad Teacher with Cameron Diaz. Yeah, Bad oh, Teacher is yeah. clearly very educational. And um, <laughs> and um, uh, Kindergarten Cup. Coach Carter. Kindergarten Cup. Yeah. With Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what I base my, my my teaching pedagogy on. We all know an Arnold Schwarzenegger within a school, don't we? Um, just going back to actual real life teaching. Yeah, go to real life. <laughs> um, you you sort of touched upon why you got into teaching. So mine was um, I moved to a town in halfway through year two and joined a school, and it was dreadful. The teacher couldn't remember my name. She kept misspelling my name. She was horrible. I was getting bullied. Um, funnily enough, it failed its offset not so long ago. Um, and then I went to a new school and it was fantastic. I had this great year three teacher called Mrs. Hall, who was the nicest woman. And from that point on, I decided I wanted to be a teacher. And then, this is where I want sympathy. Year four rolls around. Red Nose Day, they gave you a chance to be a teacher for a day. We had to submit our little lesson plan type things. And I was so excited. They chose like three people out of the class to do a little lesson. And they chose me and I was so excited and I was sick and <laughs> oh, couldn't no. go to school. I was beyond devastated. How, you know, how old were you? Year four. Aww. What's that? So like year eight. 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 Yeah. And That's I was, so, I can't even tell you how excited I was to do this little lesson. because I I just decided Aww. I wanted to be a what teacher. What were you going to teach? I honestly can't remember. I wish Aww. I could. But I just remember being sick the night before and I was like, mom, I've got Aww. to go into school. You can't, you can't stop me. Yeah. I'm teaching tomorrow. <laughs> I didn't get to go and I was so Aww. gutted. John, you had the right and uh, the right attitude from the start. Yeah, and then twenty. Oh no, my maths has gone down there. Um, <laughs> eighteen years later, yeah, eighteen years later, I became a fully qualified teacher. And you got to relive the dream of your eight-year-old self. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Falling in sick. That's so nice. <laughs> yeah. Mm. What else is good about teaching? We're going to wrap it up now. We're we're approaching the thirty-minute mark. Um, oh wow! And I, I think if we if enough, we can yeah. finish this at thirty minutes exactly, we'll be. That'll be quite impressive. So what I'd like to say is, we've what what episode is this? Six, seven? Yeah, I think, I think five or six. And we've seven. we've said a lot of the downsides of teaching. We've said a lot of we've said a lot of funny things, a lot of things we've seen. But we have there's been a slant of negativity, maybe. But yeah, because, because it, when you're in it, it is like, oh god, yeah, that's just a happened. Tough and this this podcast yeah. is yeah. us talking just truthfully yeah. about our, our our daily struggle yeah. and all that. But, but at the end of it all. I, for one, would absolutely not change it for a thing. Like, there's times where I think, oh, you know, I, I can't, I can't, I couldn't do this for 20 years, but I think, what else would I do? Like, I can't imagine being anywhere else. I can't imagine yeah. doing an office job or it's anything like that. It's such a rewarding job, such yeah. a rewarding job. And you are surrounded by children all day telling you lovely things, saying funny things, having their light bulb moments. Making and I progress. Just, making yeah. pro- like, and it is lovely to see, and it sound, all sounds cliche, but those are the things that are just, that are amazing about teaching. And, and I don't you, think there's any job like it. The wage isn't outrageously high, but you you can very comfortably get by on it. Like You, you, you can live a comfortable life. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can't afford the biggest house, but, you know. 
it's um but then you you've got a big job. house when you've got 30 children to keep you happy every oh, day. You look bad in white <laughs> and you look like a butterfly. <laughs> yeah. And um, you could be a model if you had good training. Uh, did you think about getting that training? Absolutely not. No, okay. <sighs> Have you checked the Twitter yet? I haven't checked the Twitter. Oh, we you oh haven't. we had so many things to say on Twitter. Oh my goodness! Let's quickly rattle through Four minutes okay. of Twitter. Let's oh go. my god! Okay, you okay. can edit out all the stuff. Lauren the problem says. is, uh, we're in a new studio today and um, with new equipment, and we don't have internet connection unless I do this. Really? That's why we don't have internet connection. Do you not have mobile data? I don't have. Internet I don't. Connection. And at the moment, mine's oh, done. Shadows. So there's a teacher, David Kate, Katie, Kate. Kate. I'm really sorry, Mr. K teacher. Um, we've spoken a little bit on Twitter um, and he started at the hashtag why I love teaching. Um, and it's actually taken on a really, really lovely um, direction. So I'm just going to rattle through a few. <laughs> Miss W says um, about the, the fun that you have, especially the hilarity that comes over the fact that um, children fart sometimes in class and they all burst out laughing because they I think it's so funny. I ignore those. I do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dan Morrow says that he's truly blessed with the incredible children and staff that he works with. That's why he loves teaching. Um, Adam Watkins, it's all about the relationships that you build. Christina Kinslow, <laughs> my teacher heart is incredibly full today. Many happy tears. This is the time of year where pre-kindergarten really start to get the concepts we work with um, that we work so hard to instill in them, whether it's identifying letters, writing, or being able to express emotions in words. Just sorry, just going back to one of those when you said about the team you work with, it is like you meet so many like-minded people. And yeah, you meet a lot of different people that you don't necessarily get on with, but you meet so many like-minded people and teachers, 90% of teachers have a great sense of humor as well. And you can have a laugh and a joke with them. And like, it is like you're one big team rather than, like a load of different people. I, yeah. I, I find that a good thing Schools about teaching. Schools are generally a nice and friendly Full of, yeah, place lovely people. Yeah. yeah, that's really important. Um, this is a lovely one. This is lovely. Mr. J um, at Teach Inside the Box. One of my favourite things about teaching in year six is when you're all complicit in each other's shenanigans. <laughs> then someone walks in and you all start giving each other the eye because you know you can all get into trouble. Nice. So like you and the <laughs> kids are like a team, you know, and you're just like, you know, that I think that's lovely. Um, where else do we have? Well, it's nothing like winding a child up as well. Like in a nice way, like just giving a little tap on the shoulder on the other side and walking past and having a bit of fun with them. <laughs> Heads down, thumbs up where you just tweak all the thumbs. Yeah. It's a classic. <laughs> this one, um, Becky at Becky underscore happy. I've spent all morning planning and sorting out my study. I feel ready for the next half term with my amazing class. Why I love teaching. Ashley V says, today at the supermarket, I looked like someone with a crisp problem, even down to the, Asking staff to get another box from the top shelf. 96 snack bags purchased. Little do they know, they're aeroplane snacks for our Key Stage 1 safari experience next week. Why I love teaching. So it's... um, Healthy. Yeah, I think the the things that you do outside the classroom as well is quite nice, you know. Um, know There's so many. I could scroll through these forever, but why I love teaching... I'd throw a big one in there. I I genuinely feel proud of my career. Yes. I, I feel proud to be a teacher. Like, I feel proud to tell people I am a teacher. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. Should we Thank end you. on that? Absolutely. Should we all say together, I am proud to be a teacher. Are you ready? Yeah. I, I am, am proud, proud to, to be, be a teacher. teacher. God, that was creepy. Yeah, it was very creepy. <laughs> um, we'll see you next week, guys. We're going to leave it here. And um, <laughs> next week on the show, we are going to be talking about... Could we talk about looking for a job? Looking for a teaching job. Yeah. 
Yeah, that'd be lovely. Yeah? Yeah. Have we kind of crossed it a bit? I feel like the NQT thing maybe muddled it a little bit. And maybe a, like teaching abroad we've talked about, but we could should talk we do, should we do a Should we, we do a... Maybe we could do that later. Should we do a poll? Else? Should we give like three options and we'll let people vote on our Twitter no one's page? No we'll the two votes. What, what, what my idea both. was... Well, Let's do a vote. Let's do a vote. So, no, what's your idea, Tom? So we got, John. So we got teaching jobs. Okay. My idea was talking about like social media in classrooms and the use of like games in class, like writing about Fortnite and things, because it's quite a controversial topic. Mm. Gamification. But yeah, could we could we could look at the pros and cons, couldn't we? Yeah, that's um, yeah, trending that's, at the moment on Twitter. Yeah. God, I'm so on the pulse, aren't I? You are so on the pulse. <laughs> I need to get on anyone would, have, anyone would have like anyone would, might think that you've actually. You know, research what you do. So we've got jobs, looking for jobs, gamification in the classroom. And social media. Social media. And one final topic from Miss Jane. Mrs. Jane? Miss Jane. Go on, anything. Anything. First thing that comes to mind. Can I just say, guys, these microphones are so good. They're just so lush. Lush. I'm not even making a sound yet. What about like... TAs. Okay. Oh. Because there's a lot of like statistical things we can draw on, I plus would, personal experience. I would love to tell you all the stories about my amazing TAs. And you've been a TA. And I've been a TA. Mm. Have you been a TA? Absolutely no. not. I oh, have not I, been a TA. I, so let's let's do that. Let's put it. Okay. Let's put it to the vote um, <laughs> <laughs> on and Twitter. Then fix, um, I will uh, read the results. Next so, week. so when Kate yeah. votes, then <laughs> I'll, I'll decide it, won't I? Can you go to um, Can you go to our Twitter page, <laughs> please, <laughs> at the After School One, and you're going to vote for the three options of what we're going to talk about next week. Um, if anybody listens to this, <laughs> um, thank you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Good night. Bye. Cheerio. Bye.